Welcome, everybody. Yeah. To the kiosk corner. We're in the kiosk corner. At the kiosk corner. We're in the kiosk corner. Breaking it down at the kiosk corner. Okay, everybody, and welcome to the first ever Chaos Corner podcast. Hello. Hello. (laughs) My name's Steve. My name's Donovan. And we've been planning this for some time. Um, When I say some time, it's uh, probably nearly a year since we first ever sort of spoke about getting together and doing something. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. you'd think we'd be better prepared, really, but we're not, because we're doing this from a kitchen in a community (laughs) centre. At the arse end of Wolverhampton. But, uh, you know, there we go. <laughs> uh, and I, um, I really wish that was not the trick. Although it is very warm in here. We've got endless supply of tea and coffee. So living, uh, we're living the dream. So a little bit about Chaos Corner and the podcast. Um, basically, we've got lots of things we're going to be discussing, all to do with the arts, whether that be the media, music, Actual art, fine art, uh, yeah. fine art, um, movies, films, Netflix, all that kind of good stuff. We're going to be Pop discussing culture, loads. We've got loads of people lined up to come on the show in coming weeks, uh, which is going to be really cool because we're going to get to know a bit about them. But initially, just want to let you all know why we started the group, uh, why we started the podcast, rather, and where it sort of all came from. So, yeah, okay, well, I'll take it from here. Uh, so, yeah, my name's Donovan Linton. Um, I am an amateur writer. Uh, I started writing as a hobby um, a few years back now. Uh, I wrote uh, a novel or a novella um, because a novel's too long. Um, And a couple of friends read it. It was just a hobby, as I say. Um, It was quite well received, so I decided to try and self-publish. on reading advice about what to do when you're a writer in the mod in these modern times when like using social media to kind of uh, to, as a tool to sell, um, I decided to put together a bit of a Facebook group and call it Chaos Corner. Um, I had quite a few friends that were fans of the work. Uh, a few other people read it, joined the group, um, and it was originally just a vehicle to try and sell yeah. my book. Um, it failed. That failed. <laughs> However, uh, it became its own animal. So now we have well over 140, 150 uh, members and it's growing all the time. And it seems to be now more of a place or a home where kind of indie artists, uh, people of like mind, just hang out, yeah. uh, share ideas, try to sell their work. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's taken off really. So what we decided to do was branch out uh, and maybe speak to artists. We both know a lot of artists between us that are kind of indie Absolutely, artists. Yeah. Um, and then get them on and have a chat with them. Uh, I, I think one of the cool things about the group, actually, is even though it's it's small in its numbers, it's it's massive in its content. So if you're not if you're hearing the podcast and somehow you're not a member of the Chaos Corner group, you should go over and check it out because I, there's some really funny stuff in there. Uh, <laughs> I, I hardly have chance to post at all anymore because <laughs> I just have to get in the queue, basically. But what's really cool about it, though, is everybody is sharing and it is more about sort of listening to what each other's got to say. Everybody's got loads of respect for each other. But generally, everyone's got the same kind of interests. And some of the stuff that's been getting posted in there lately has been really cool. In fact, you actually posted something. Who else here is saving all their best posts for the Chaos Corner? Uh, yeah, well, that's what I do anyway, um, because I feel like I'm being outdone here. I didn't realise that I was doing that until yeah. you said that, though. Yeah. Yeah. And then I realised, actually, no, all my best posts now are immediately going. Yeah. Lucy had a post. And multiple people are doing it now. People Lu- I don't even know, people Lu- in other countries. Lucy, who is my partner, literally had someone on a phone the other day, and I just thought it was hilarious, and I was like, immediately, corner you've it. got to share that to the corner. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah. that's kind of that's kind of where, where it all got started. And, and like Donovan said, we, we know so many great indie artists, uh, both from the music world. Donovan writes books as an author. He's been involved in music as well. Yeah. Myself, I'm um, a published uh, country singer, recording artist. Mm-hmm. And I also work in the media industry, so I do a lot of filming work. 
Um, and, and your I get, band manager and, as well. And a band manager. I do all that kind of stuff. So I, I get to work around all those sorts of people all the time. So between us, it seemed like a bit of a no-brainer to get something going. But as this is the intro show, mm. we thought we'd talk about intros. Yeah. And Steve approached me with this idea of I was the like, top I'm regretting three. it now. <laughs> it's a terrible idea. <laughs> But we're doing it anyway. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. And then we're going to do it to every guest that yeah. we get on the show as well, because it's going to make them feel really awkward. Yeah. So Steve difficult. said to me, I want to know your top three film intros and song intros, your favourites. I've not done it. I can't do it. I'm I've, still struggling. I'm just about there for films. I think we're just gonna, about. We're going to be winging it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got loads for music, but maybe... <laughs> mm, Maybe I might put it out in the corner and get them to choose. I don't know. Get the corner to choose. I'm you know, not sure. I had a conversation actually with someone only a couple of weeks ago. Um, and just, just on the topic of intros, just full stop. Yes. Especially when it comes to music. I don't feel as though, I don't feel as though like intros are being done anymore. Does that make sense? I know what you mean. I think the only song that rings, the only artist maybe that does do it a lot is that maybe Ed Sheeran, you know, like Shape of You go dun 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 yeah, yeah. dun. There was really well, recognizable hooks immediately from yeah, the word. And then go. you put, put the flesh on the bones yeah. with each beat. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I just don't feel like it's done anymore. Like not in the same way. It used to be though like it was a big thing back in the day. It was like it was almost like a competition who had the best intro. Like Well that was you can say that about albums, bodies of work. Mm -hmm. So to look at a, a an album maybe 25 plus years ago, not that I remember, but 25 plus years ago, uh, an album used to be, especially within, within guitar-based music, it used mm. to be it used to be a piece of work, like a mosaic. So yeah. you had highs and lows, and it tells a story. Now, with, with kind of the piecemeal, you can kind of like handpick bits of music here and there. The album as a whole isn't really much of a thing anymore. No. And I think that's very similar mm -hmm. with a piece of music. Yeah. Uh, everyone's quite impatient, aren't they? So they'll just want to, they want to know what the song's about now. Yeah. So <laughs> these long intros. Gone. People will just turn off or go, yeah. next. <laughs> What's well, it? The, the, the new, the sort of pop saying now is, don't be a tortoise, get to the chorus. Wow. Okay. It doesn't even rhyme. No. They couldn't be asked to rhyme it. They ain't got time. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, but it's, it, it is true though. You just seem to be that way. It's like mm. let's immediately get into the chorus and then repeat the same yeah. number of words as we can. And I just feel the art of an intro is lost. I mean, we've all played the game, beat the intro. Mm -hmm. And when you're doing it for songs in the 60s, 70s, 80s, maybe even the 90s to a when degree. When you used to re record off the radio and <laughs> used to try and... Uh, like at the beginning or the end of a song, trying to get it before the guy comes yes. in and goes, Oh, yeah, and that is why yeah. well, yeah. just no! immediately hit the yeah. off button. Yeah, so. but no, I just I just don't feel like it's being done. And someone tried to counter argue the fact that they thought it did, but maybe I'm just getting old and not really listening to modern music enough. Maybe you're not listening to enough modern music, although I have heard we'll discuss this in another episode. Yeah, I've albums. heard enough. I'm joking. <laughs> there are there have been a couple of exceptional albums this year. Oh, got you, but yeah. but intros wise. Almost non-existent on every track, bar maybe one. Yeah, and if it is an intro, it's very, very short. There's no slow burn. I haven't heard a slow burn intro for a while. Okay, radio oh, stations yeah. are just not interested in playing a song over three minutes though anymore. So it's yeah, it could be that. I don't know. Maybe it's just a, a tide change, and we need to yeah stop being so old and grumpy. I'm not sure. So who so. were the kings overall? I'm not asking you your favourite intros yet. We'll get to that in a sec. But who who do you think were the kings of the intros, if the, if you could name one, or queens? Queen weren't bad. It, I was I literally <laughs> just thinking exactly yeah. the same. Queen like, weren't bad. Queen crazy weren't little bad. thing called Love. I mean, what a simple... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another simple, one bites the dust. No, yeah. Iconic bassline. Oh, my word. I think, it's, I, think, I, think I actually tried to work this out the other day, and I, I thought personally it was a top Rhapsody! Shot. Sorry, I've got a bit excited. <laughs> scared me that I've got headphones on. That sorry, was, sorry. I was like, um, I think we got Queen, Michael Jackson, mm. um, and 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 if you're into heavy rock music, Rage Against the Machine, you know, is a, oh, a yeah. favourite of mine. I thought they were brilliant at intros. Well, yeah, intros, middles. Their ends. intros though used to just kind of smash you in the face like a baseball bat. 
Not all of them, but generally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not all of them, but generally, yeah. That was what generally. I liked the most about yeah, them. It's just kind of like... They mm. were either... They smash you in the face or they were just very... You're about to get smashed in the face. Yeah. But the person's approaching and, gradually. Yeah. And staring you in the <laughs> eye. And you know <laughs> like something bad's about to happen to you. <laughs> Quite a daunting <laughs> prospect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so. what, I, but, but what I like... Um, what I like about the way they do their intros was it always makes you... You know that face you pull when you've smelt something bad? That's the funk face. That yeah, that's, that's when you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know. So, right. Okay. Let's try. You're reaching for your notes, now, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> He's heading into his phone. Well, you're sitting there all confident, so you. I'm go not. First. I'm not confident. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go first. Uh, when I when I come to films, we're gonna do films first. Do you want to do films first? Yeah, yeah, we can do films. Let's first. do films first. Okay, well organized we are. Films are good. <laughs> okay, so. I'm going to go with my number three. Okay. First. Okay. My number three was Terminator 2. Ooh, that's a good one. Because I remember... <laughs> I was actually listening to a podcast about this yesterday. <laughs> so, go. Go on. This has brought up a really funny memory. Um, I remember Terminator 2. It probably makes me laugh and it gets me excited for all the wrong reasons. Okay. I remember watching back-to-back on all sorts of nigger films. Yeah. I watched... Earlier in the day, I watched Terminator 1. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Hold it together. Then I watched... Um... <laughs> oh, God. Not the one where he's pregnant. Sorry, you probably had to be there as well, because it's probably everything is set up for now. Okay. So anyway, I've watched Terminator 2. And then I've... Yeah, I'm sorry, Terminator 1, uh, the first one. And I think it was pr- probably the first time I'd ever seen it. It was like one of these. To see the second one first because we were younger, it, and the first yeah. one was a proper horror movie. Yeah, and so it was like... kind of a crazy day when they had loads of Arnold Schwarzenegger movies on in like yeah. one night or something on one of the channels because my dad used to work for Sky, so he's oh, okay. movie channel. So anyway, and then immediately after that, I watched um, Ram- uh, not Rambo. What's the one Arnold Schwarzenegger was Predator. in? Predator. Yeah, yeah. Rambo. Um, and then immediately after that, I watched Terminator Two. Mm. Now Terminator Two sounds quite quite an afternoon. It was brilliant. Back to back. I was Netflix binging before Netflix came yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, I, I watched Terminator 2 and I got really excited by Terminator 2. I think more so just because I was just massively in love already with the, Terminator 1, with having previously one, yeah. watched it. But, you know, when all the robots are coming through with all the big lasers and, and even when I see that part of the movie now, I get dead excited. It's I can't amazing. wait for it to start. But that the reason it stands out so well is because that afternoon slash evening, I'd been eating. Do you remember Satsumas? I don't. I don't even. I haven't even seen one in like age, a long time because we don't oh, eat yeah, them no like more. I've now got like some kind of massive phobia of them. I've been eating them like solid that yeah. entire time I was watching these films. I've done like a bowl full of them. And after yeah, the yeah. intro of Terminator Two. I, I puked like no one has ever puked ever for wow. a, for a couple of hours solid. Wow! And it was oh, it was my, one of the most painful experiences. <laughs> but it wasn't the intro's fault. It, it was wasn't your the intro's fault. Like, it was my fault. But then I did get to watch obviously Terminator Two, and I just every time I, I see the intro to that film come on anywhere, I immediately know I'm going to watch it. Oh yeah! Don't matter how many times I've seen it, and when it starts from doesn't matter. It's yeah, one of them you, films. You can if you, jo- if yeah. you're flicking past it and it's 15 minutes left, you go, oh, I'll just watch the end. Yeah. Or absolutely. you can just start, you go, oh, right, oh, man, I'm not going to bed tonight. It's just, it's just a classic beginning to a film. Yeah. It just gets me excited every time. It is fantastic. What about you? That's, oh, that's you got a number three? Have you have you put them into an order? Nah. But that, 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 that man, don't, don't just well, hazard warning there. Okay. Don't overconsume Satsumas because they are. I won't. They I won't. will hurt you. I've got none on me at the moment. So that's, uh, right. Okay. So I'm going to say my number three is um, the intro to Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet adaptation. Uh, obviously, William Shakespeare's original text. Uh, the, there's a few things that are that kind of stand out about this movie. It's old, obviously, um, by today's terms, now it came out around 1996. Um, but unlike uh, a lot of... Is this the Leonardo DiCaprio one? Yeah. Oh, okay, I've yeah, seen yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Un- unlike, you've had plenty of time. I don't remember uh, the intro, though. I don't... <laughs> unlike a lot of um, adaptations or modern updates to mm. the work or to the story, here, Lerman actually used the original text 
in a modern day setting. Yes. Um, with maybe swapping certain things out, like Verona is Verona Beach in California, I believe it is. Uh, swapping daggers for guns with dagger on the side and stuff like that. It Made was, it more fun. It was very cool. Yeah. It was very cool. And, <laughs> and it, I don't think it's aged that well, but it's still cool. Yeah. Uh, in in my opinion, but you know, I'm knocking on that. So what I think is cool <laughs> might not be as cool as I yeah. think anymore. But uh, I'd like to know what you all think. Maybe put, put something on the corner if you think I'm wrong. However, the way that starts is you start with a TV um, with static, and the TV starts, and you have a news reader come on, um, and she gives the news reader gives the the opening few lines. Yeah. Um, of Shakespeare's piece. I remember this. Now. And then they meld it into like a weather forecast. And then you have like, it's everything's very, very fast moving. Yeah. Very, very fast moving, very, very kind of cut up kind of technique. And then you have that first showdown between the Capulets and the Montagues, but it's like at a gas station. Yeah. I should say. Yes. Petrol, I don't know why I said gas, but it's at a petrol, <laughs> petrol station. <laughs> petrol sta- we say petrol, they say gas. But it's at a gas station. Oh, I said it again. Uh, Apologies and- to our American listeners. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Gas, <laughs> petrol, whatever. Petroleum. Um, so yeah, and it ends up with that in a shootout, uh, and the music is cool. It's very evocative. Uh, it's very of the time, but I think it still works. And it's just, it's, it hits you. Yeah. And then it holds on to you. I'm gonna go back and watch the intro to that. It's fantastic. I do remember bits of what you've just said there, but I would again. I think I might have been on E. I think you've heard the booming beat from my we car. Watched... I still play that kind of Justin Warfield, yeah, I the, think the Montague was... boys, out of my car every now and then. I think I, I have seen that film maybe two times yeah. and I th- but it, both times I would have been in my teens I think so it's been a while I should check that one yeah it's kind of a little bit disguised as a trashy kind of teen flick but by the end it's it's a pretty powerful piece being, of work I remember it being it's pretty a, true to a pretty powerful piece of work because it was around the same time we were doing sort of GCSEs it would have been, yeah. been. And, and, and I think it was pretty true to the original yeah from as much as I you know me and reading mm, yeah <laughs> don't yeah. do yeah, yeah, yeah. Uncomfortable bedfellows that you are. So, okay. yeah. So, that's my number three. Okay. Over to you. Okay. My... No, this is going to be rubbish, really, because my number my number two and my number one are pretty much within the same franchise. Oh, uh, God. Which is really boring. But but for different... But for Again, for different reasons. It's I boring for I, different I, reasons. I, I, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> so actually, many reasons that it's boring. No, it's not, it's, actually. It's interesting. It's, it's, so, I'm torn between three here for my top two. Yeah, it was really it was really difficult. No, it wasn't Terminator <laughs> this time. See, one of the my favorite film of all time mm-hmm. was Matrix. Okay, mm-hmm. and when she makes that initial phone call um, through all the binary code that's yeah, dripping that's down cool. the yeah. feed, and she's saying, obviously, are you sure this is a clean line? It's very Neo. film. Noir, he knows he he's the one kind of thing. Um, it's just intriguing, isn't it? Yeah, and I'll tell you why I like that so much. Because I think intros, I was studying this during a course, a recent filmmaking course that I've been doing. And films have got very lazy with intros mm-hmm. in recent years. Like music with intros. <laughs> yeah, they've got very lazy. And, and what they tend to do now is they, they will explain mm. sort of like the premise of a film mm. like really early on. Like in the movie, like all right at the beginning, Star Wars stuff, or so what? Yeah, or <laughs> where it starts reading you the story before yeah, you even before, st- yeah. But they had to do that because that was messed up. They started in the middle of a film. <laughs> no, don't get me started. And, with yeah, Star Wars. Anyway, go on. Um, so, for me, the Matrix initial opening, that opening scene, was just. I remember going to the pictures. I think it was might have been the, one of the. It was first, around the same time. F- it was, was one of, 97, 97. Yeah, it was one so of the first few of. films I kind of went to the pictures on my own with my mates. To yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. There was that Guest House Paradiso, and, and I think <laughs> yeah. Space Jam. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> very three different. Three heavyweights. <laughs> very different. There's films. nothing wrong with the three movies. <laughs> well, there's a lot wrong, but they're still good. <laughs> very, very different movies. But I just the Matrix for me was just that intro, although. Although nothing really happens in the intro, yeah, it kind yeah. of within the first five ten minutes of that film, it's like. And one of the really important things in filmmaking, even if you're just doing like a quick, um, like YouTube video, you've got to attract the viewer to continue to watching in literally the first ten seconds of a video. Isn't that the problem though? <clears throat> we're 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 telling people to be patient with intros. 
but book and the same hand. But there's got to be. A, but what they did clever with that, though, I think, is is they gave you just enough. Yeah, intrigue. Yeah. But yeah. then didn't explain anything till about an hour into the film. You know what I really? Like? I haven't got a clue what was going on till about ninety minutes into that movie. My dad still doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he still asks me what's going on <laughs> and we watched it 20 years ago anyway so yeah it's a great movie yeah uh, so I, I would put that as I would put that as my number as my number two can I put something in there go for just it. something that I thought of uh, I don't know how profound it is it probably isn't but it's the juxtaposition between okay Matrix is about technology I think yeah. at it's heart uh, a bit cautionary it was very high tech wasn't it so I did it had, a lot of research into the Matrix it, it had a lot of Technology in it, didn't it? Yeah. Of the time and beyond kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But I love the the old-fashioned nature of the phone. No one used oh, them. yeah. Then dial, then round dial telephones anymore yeah. at that stage. <laughs> yeah. No one wanted them. And the fact that they've used that in a And the ringtone as well. In that, in that kind of the noir, ring. film noir setting. Style. Yeah. Was brilliant. Very stylish, I yeah. think, And I think the other thing that was cool with it as well, and was quite clever by the directors, was... You knew there was a love interest right from the beginning of the film as well because it was like you like him. I think it's uh, the guy who ends up turning his back on the mall and the ship. Um, Cypher, his name is. The oh, in one of the later ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah, in one of the later ones, he kind of ditches him. Don't he wants, to lose he wants, Yeah, he wants out. Right. But he, okay. um, oh, he yes. kind of says to her, you know, you like him, don't you? And she's like, no, he says he's the one kind. Of, and she's mm. trying to yeah, play yeah. it straight. So you know there's a love interest. You know that there's going to be something really intriguing about this guy who's going to be the one, but the one of what? You yeah. know, you and have no make idea. Him profoundly unspecial in the next few scenes. It, yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Um, but also, as well, I just, there was a big, I mean, I didn't find this out until after, but you just mentioning about obviously the sort the of old position between old It and was new, the yeah. biblical nature of that movie that oh, impressed, yeah, yeah, yeah. impressed me the most. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, way yeah. it was all hidden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I actually started diving the down one, the rab yeah. rabbit hole that was the Matrix, the chosen one and all that, yeah. it was very, yeah, it got very interesting. I enjoyed researching that film. So that's my number two. Let me let us know what you think, whether you think that was a good intro or not. And we will be posting this up on our Facebook page. So we want you to get involved and let us know what your favourite intros were. Yeah, yeah, because we're going to be asking everyone that we interview. Uh, we're going to be asking them those, those three the questions. Yeah. I think it tells a lot about a person. We probably won't him. end up asking them anything else. <laughs> we'll end up on that the whole time. I, th I, think it, I think it's quite interesting. I think you can actually learn a lot. Mm -hmm. You can learn about a lot about someone from the type of intro they like. No, from from what, you know, generally what they've watched and what's had the most profound sort of lasting effects on them. I think you yeah, can well, tell quite a bit about to, someone from that. To watch a whole film, a film has to invest you from the beginning, in my opinion. And if it doesn't invest you from the beginning, which is the intro, yep. you, the rest of the experience isn't going to be any good or you're going to turn it off. I started watching that new BBC um, drama. His Dark Materials? His Dark Materials. Yeah, yeah, yeah I switched yeah. it off after 30 minutes. Okay, then there you go. <laughs> I was going to say something positive. Anyway. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> it lost me immediately. Yeah, no, no. As soon as that weasel thing started to talk, I was like, oh, God, they're trying to do Harry Potter. Oh, weasels again. <laughs> <laughs> Right, okay, so my number two is, um, I feel is Tarantino's most underrated movie. It's a movie called Jackie Brown. Um, oh. It's very hard to explain the intro to this movie because not a lot happens. It was probably a poor choice in hindsight because <laughs> it's very visual. The song is uh, hard to, uh, 110th Street. It's a, yeah. it's a classic, it's a classic funk soul song. Uh, and yeah, it's a bad choice because <laughs> she's basically an airline stewardess, and the music comes in. It's very stylized to uh, black exploitation films uh, yeah. of the late sixties and seventies, and it even comes in with the Miramax original kind of M that comes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Music comes in. Everything comes together perfectly. Uh, she's an air stewardess, uh, and basically she's waiting on the the travelator. Yeah. Um, and it says the music builds. Um, you see her start to run, and you're not—you don't know why she's running, but it gives you a taste for how intense yeah. the experiences that she's going to have in the movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. It was a poor choice because I can't really say much about it, mm -hmm. but um, I think—and I think it's Tar one of Tarantino's most underrated movies. I think it's brilliant. I think Tarantino is just awesome. Yeah, 
I just, he's just, a thief. He and he admits thief. it himself. I love that. I watched some on that. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Like, I've right? got like a whole idea for a totally different episode to do with movie directors. And he's balls to the wall. He's he says no. I don't take examples and I don't take inspiration. I steal. Yeah. And he's quite happy to admit that. Well, well that's fine. That's what we're all doing. Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, we're doing a podcast. That's it's not. We're not the first. We're stealing air. <laughs> We are stealing someone's kitchen right now. So, yeah. um, it was a poor choice, but it's a great movie. Well, we'll, we'll again, we'll put that to the public vote. You know, yeah. Let people decide. Yeah, we'll put it out what we who's, chose. And who's, we'll... Whose intros are better, Donovan's or Steve's? Oh, yeah. Well, we'll have a we'll have a Ex-sportsman versus... here. <laughs> it always becomes a competition, oh. doesn't it? Well, I'm going to move on to my number one. Okay. And it's just totally, my mind has just gone totally blank now. I just had a whole like thing I was going to say about it then. Is right it a Schwarzenegger movie? No, it's, no. It's, it's not. It's not Junior, is it? No. Okay. That's a classic. No, no but the thing... Schwarzenegger <sighs> pregnant, man. It's hard to you get away. You couldn't write it. No. But it's they ha- did. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> they did it anyway. It, it's hard to get away from those kind of movies because they were just so massive during the during that sort of 80s, The family 90s movies. Or period, like yeah. Like taking a big hunk and making him into a yeah, joke. Yeah. yeah. Steroid someone up to death and then... Kind of make them pregnant. Just make them. <laughs> <laughs> How can we bring this guy down? <laughs> and make some dollars. Anyway, right, yeah, number one. I think the number one intro opening probably 20 minutes, not even just the intro to this film, um, just one of the best put together intros and one of the best put together films I've ever watched. And it is a superhero movie. Let's see if you can have a stab in the dark at what you think it's going to be. you want me be. to guess? Yeah, go for it. Dark Knight? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It ain't just one of the best superhero movies. It's one of the best movies put together. It was just... It is one of the best put together movies. Just the whole movie. sort of... It was long. What it was, it was a very long intro. Not as long as a Bond intro. No, it was, it was a long movie. It was a long movie. Didn't but feel that. that thing had me gripped from minute one. It opens from the top of Gotham City, doesn't it? And it yeah. just and they're going to the zip yeah, wires zip and they're wire, into yeah. the bank. But it was it was the whole immediate backstabbing right oh, from yeah. the very beginning. Yeah, you know so what you, this guy's about. It was just straight into the action from the beginning. And then obviously when the Joker reveals oh. himself for the first time in the bank the and stuff. Oh. With the pencil. It's just genius. And make this pencil disappear. Yeah. Oh. Ta-da! Oh. <laughs> and it's just so shocking. It's just such a shocking flippant piece of violence. It's a le- it's, it is funny, though. Because he, he's kind of upset that no one else sees the joke. He's like, oh, man, you guys need to lighten up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, for me, that is one of the best for, for getting me gripped. Because I've watched a lot of Batman movies. Batman is my favourite of all the superheroes. But he ain't superheroes. Exactly, that's, that's why twist. that's why I like him so much. He's not got any fancy dangled superpowers. He's you just love him because he's gadgets. a rich, white... <laughs> middle class guy that beats people up at night yeah. that's what you want to be yeah. oh, just, <laughs> he's everything you want to be yeah just, I'm not going to lie yeah. and he's a billionaire I want to be tough rich and beat people up at night yeah <laughs> yeah you're not wrong the <laughs> Yeah, no, it's just Batman was always one of my favourites and like even going back to like the old Batman movies but I always felt even even as a kid, I always I remember I actually remember discussing this in in an, an art project. Okay. I don't know what at school I was probably year nine, and I was doing the bat. I was doing it. Not returns. Kind of I did time. like a Batman um, thing, mm. but I made the picture and I made it really dark, like red skies, mm-hmm. really dark looking. And I didn't mean to because I wasn't actually very good at art. But one thing I was quite good at was painting. Mm-hmm. So I decided to paint. Um, paint mine and it, it, it just got darker and it was getting more horrible by the minute mm. but it was it looked good in a weird way and, and I always that man is dark though isn't it, it well, the 60s it, one obviously he's meant to be I mean you got like Mr Freeze and Batman and Robin <laughs> and Catwoman and all that and I kind of none of that that's the yeah none yeah. of that ever felt real because it was one of the few things I have ever read in my life <laughs> are Batman comics yeah and they were dark you the mean the joke? graphic, the graphic yeah, novel yeah, the, version? Yeah, the Joker yeah. was dark. Yeah, yeah. The Penguin was evil. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. like the more, it, it like, felt the more like, stuff, yeah. like even the new um, uh, Batman uh, series uh, that, mm. that, that's been on um, in recent years the, on Netflix. The cartoon? No, no, no. The TV. Um, uh, oh, it's not called Gotham. Gotham yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even that, like the Penguin. It's all in, very dark. Yeah, yeah the, the Penguin in that, just the great character. In fact, I think he probably should have made one of the movies, but 
Mm. He didn't. But that opening sort of 20 minutes of that film. It's brilliant. Some of the best watching mm. of an intro I've ever watched did. It's brilliant. <laughs> I, I think that was a good choice. Yeah. Not, let, yeah. let us know what you think. I, I, just, I, just, I just think as far as... I think as, it's a good choice, personally. I, I think, and, and Heath Ledger was just genius in that movie, as we all know. And yes. you've just seen the new one as well, haven't you? I so have, but we ain't got time We're, we're not having that discussion. <laughs> it's good. That's my verdict. We'll save that for another really day. Really sad. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay, my number one is uh, Apocalypse Now. Um, it's a classic intro to a movie. Um, it's it's a little bit of a hipster choice. You know, a lot of directors say it's the most perfect beginning to a movie that they've ever seen. But it is brilliant. The film is good. I like Apocalypse Now. Don't watch Redo or Redux or whatever you call it because it's about 70 hours long and it didn't need to be. Just watch <laughs> so the is theatrical... It 70 hours? It felt like it. <laughs> It adds an hour onto the movie and, and nothing happens, in oh, my brilliant. humble opinion. That's uh, what you want, isn't it? It's one of, <laughs> it's one of the classic war movies. It, it's based on a war that everyone's, a lot of people see today was a farce, which is the Vietnam War. Uh, mm. So it opens uh, with trees, just trees um, and silence. And then you hear... Um, the blades from a chopper but it's very very quiet it's kind of it's like a sound that if you put your fingers in your ears and kind of made a noise with your throat like that oh yeah, yeah it's yeah. kind of they do that effect on it okay. but you still can't see the actual chopper. <laughs> that was well explained yeah, no, yeah i understood what you meant you still can't see you still can't <laughs> see what what that noise is and it becomes more and more apparent You've and then very visual intros haven't you <laughs> <laughs> they're no, very people, hard to explain if you've yeah, seen Apocalypse yeah, Now yeah. you know what I'm talking yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. and a lot of people have just because you ain't I know that uh, is the one of the three I haven't yeah. seen we've got so, very different tastes yeah I we think. have yeah. yeah. but I like your taste we'll have a hug in a bit so <laughs> so then um, music is very important to intros in my yeah. opinion and they're very closely linked Ooh. to mine because it's obviously music with Roman Juliet music with Jackie Brown and definitely <clears> music with Apocalypse Now so you've got um, This Is The End by The Doors. Oh, just comes just, in with that. With that. Sorry, you've just reminded me of something. <laughs> yeah, it's too late. You've done your throat. Yeah, with, that, with the guitar riff that comes in, you know this is the end. I'm, don't, yeah. I'm not going to sing it and embarrass myself. But, and no, it, go on. Uh, and it's, it's perfectly in time. And it, it puts you in the Vietnam War. Yeah. I'm not sure if you want to be in the Vietnam War, but it puts you there anyway. <laughs> I was just enjoying a Bicky and, <laughs> yeah, and a Bicky in the tea. Oh, what's going on? There's yeah. bombs going on. And then they, 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 they just bomb the crap out of this area uh, and the trees just go up and it puts you into that time. Bit like Rambo. <laughs> not quite. It puts you into that time. <laughs> do, you, do you come up with any movies that doesn't start Stallone or Schwarzenegger? I think that is pretty much Rocky. No, 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 no I don't. No, no. no. So yeah, if yeah, so um, I am. I am actually going to make a note of all of these because what one of the things I want to start doing, and I have said I want to start doing. I'm going to put them up on the is, corner. Yeah, we will so put all the movies up. So if you haven't seen any of the movies and you've been. Living under, a, find the interest, living under a rock and you haven't seen any of those, um, then we'll put links to them all. Go go watch them. It's never been easier to find your favourite Don't programs. say that. You're going to put me under pressure now. I'm not going to be able In to find fact, any of In fact, actually, that is a lie, isn't it? Because my favourite thing I've ever watched of all time is almost impossible <laughs> to get a hold of. Yeah. yeah. The powers that be at YouTube have made sure that it's never been harder <laughs> to yeah. find a piece of a snippet Seriously. of a movie that you want. It used to be really good. Uh, anyway. I'm, no, I mean the, the series that I abandoned on at you to watch for ages, and oh, then you couldn't watch it. Oh, yeah, that's a sore point. I so, probably shouldn't talk about this. Nah, probably not. Okay. Twelve monkeys. I thought you said we talk. anyway. Right. Why can't we find it? It's nowhere. Anyway, yes. So I think again, though, going back to what you just said, is similar to in in a way similar to the opening credits of the Matrix. It's kind of like. It wants to put you in an awkward situation where, like, with uh, Neo, he's the most blandish human on Earth, and you know right from the off he's going to be in a really high-pressured situation that mm -hmm. he's not going to be able to deal with Just from that very well. The and the same with, and and the same with obviously you're seeing um, from Apocalypse Now. Mm -hmm. What the directors and I, I love this. It's like one of my favorite, literally one of my favorite things about films, is if you can put someone. In, uh, I think actually putting sorry, someone sorry, in a It's Francis Ford Coppola, by the way. I, oh. didn't, I didn't name credit. But if you don't know, it's Francis Ford Coppola who's the director of Apocalypse Now. Sorry. But you, if he's put you in a 
sort of uncomfortable yes. feeling immediately within a film. I mean, that's that's just it right there, and that's mm. that's you've done that's the jo- done the job. Tarantino was a master. The, the likelihood of you then going on and finishing that film. So the reason why you, um, I said you reminded me of something when you was talking about the music mm. is because Donovan here badgered me for about a good six months to watch a film called Whiplash. Oh, that's a good intro. Opening it? scene to that is brilliant. Yeah, it is. When he's just going down just, the hall and all you can hear is the drums are just slightly just, getting louder. It's a blank screen and we can hear it's a snare. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah. I probably shouldn't do it on the podcast. Very, very... I can't in- replicate a snare with my Very mouth. intense um, intro. So... That's a great movie, but yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hi guys and welcome to the second half of the Chaos Corner podcast and we've just moved location. Yes, we've been upgraded. We're no longer in the kitchen, people. We are in the office that we're meant to be in. The caretaker has kindly let us in, helped us with some of the bags as well. What yeah. a gentleman. He did actually, he was a nice guy. Yeah. Um, is the Scottish Irish guy, weren't he? No, there is an Irish guy as well. <laughs> I'm not that bad. So there's an Irish caretaker and a Scottish one. That's the first time I've met this guy. Pete. Okay. Big, well, shout, big shouts to Pete. We 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 got we got um, we got raided by a photography group that wanted to make tea. They want and their coffees, tea and coffee, and they wanted it, no. and yeah, they did. And we had to get out of their way uh, because they're going to be probably running in and out there. So we are now finally in the room that was originally meant to be in, mm-hmm. just as we was about to get onto the subject of music and oh. musical intros, and. Um, the little break has totally blown my train of thought altogether. Okay. So I'm going to let you start. Thank you, Stephen. <laughs> uh, right, so I'm going to go with a... I'm just going to uh, open a bottle of Lucasade. Oh. It didn't have the desired effect, <laughs> did it? You expected it to go... <laughs> and it didn't happen. Yeah. It just went... I held the Lucasade bottle right to the microphone, hoping it was going to make a very Loud pleasing... Yeah, yeah. Nope, didn't do it. So, uh, right. I'm o- going to go with... Other energy drinks are available. Did you want me to do this or not? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> Temptations. I don't know if uh, you're aware of the band. Um, I know the Temptations. Yeah, soul band. Fantastic. And I'm going to go with Popper was a Rolling Stone. Ooh. That bass line. You yeah. Don't, you, I don't need to. Yeah. 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 Okay. We'll yeah. probably play something when we do the editing because you've got to play it. You yeah. probably won't be able to play the whole intro because that'll be the whole hour gone because it is comically long. <laughs> so the bass line goes on for quite a while, but it builds perfectly. You get the strings that come in, the harps, and everything comes in, and you think he's going to start singing, and he doesn't. And then it goes on for another couple of minutes, and is you this, think, this is it, it and it, then he doesn't. Is it like... It's the, tension. Is it like the ending to a lovely day, but good? <laughs> yeah, you don't like that, do you? Oh, my God, I hate that song so Bill much. Withers. I like the song up until the ends. Who, yeah, well, it's, it, it, that does go on a little. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. But it is a great intro. That is, that's a good one to be starting off with, that. It's a great intro to the intros, I believe. It, it, it's it, solid. It is. Uh, it's a long intro, I will mm. say it again. Uh, but that bass line is brilliant. It, just ca- it catches you and just carries you. And it just builds and builds and builds. And in, he doesn't come in. But then he eventually does come in. And you're glad that he did. <laughs> so, so that's, that's my... That's, I'm, I can't do it in order. It's just a grouping of some of my favourite intros. All right, okay, it's number three. <laughs> he rolled his eyes. I'm gonna make... stay in format. Okay, it's I'll number g- three. I'm gonna, I'm gonna making you commit to this. Can this we do is... a five? No, we ain't got time. Or, I don't know. Let's see how fast we get through. Him okay, first. all right. You say the number three or number five? Did I? I thought I heard someone knock on the door then. Um, so anyway, well, I, I'm gonna go with my number three or five. Okay. Um, no, actually, I'm going to stick with three. Okay. Um, and then if I have to add a four and a five, I will, because I had lots in reserve. Um, but m- mine is from one of the kings of the intro. And I think it doesn't matter where in the world you are, do not matter who you are, it doesn't matter even how old you are, if this intro comes on, you're hitting the dance floor at any discotheque. Wow, discotheque. <laughs> That's one for the kids out there. <laughs> I say turn for the teenagers. And that's Billie Jean. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Moment that, of silence for Billie and that's, Jean. And that's only number three. Wow. Yeah, that's a strong start. That is a very it's strong just, start. It's just so simple as well. 
Mm. It's classic. It's, it's just the second that beat kicks in, you instantly know what it is. You instantly want to move. You picture Michael Jackson's feet with the diamond socks as well, aren't you? I, everything, yeah. the gloves. The socks are everything. Yeah, but yeah a little yeah. bit of tape around your finger. I even did that as, you, you did that as a kid. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I remember having my Michael Jackson bad T-shirt for my eighth birthday. I think most people, yes, okay, let's take away the drugs and the kind of allegations. Apart from all that. I don't think there's anyone that's my age, which is mid thirties ish, yeah. <laughs> that hasn't had their Michael Jackson. <laughs> what? Michael Jackson. What? Mid thirties ish. I said. Mid thirties ish. Is that ish. what you're going with? Mm. Okay. Mid to late. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a rule about mid and late. I'll, I'll, we'll go into that another day. Now, most people my kind of age, uh, I would say, has had a uh, Michael Jackson obsession at some stage. Yeah. A period of time where they were just consumed mm. yeah by all things Michael Jackson and I hate by uh, yeah it, it lasted a long time yeah and yeah and Billie Jean for me is just yeah it's perfect I am hitting that dance floor if that tune comes on it's a perfect pop song I mean I don't really need much to get me on a dance floor but <laughs> you don't even need a dance floor most <laughs> of the time you've seen me at a works <laughs> yeah you only need an office space and, and a radio I, and I don't even drink yeah, I just no. love to boogie Can you imagine you drinking that's a terrifying thought <laughs> My word. Anyway, <laughs> right, okay, so we've had our number three stroke fives. Uh, oh, it's me, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, right. It is you. Okay. I can't do three, but I'm not happy with doing three. Uh, He's not liking this format uh, for, for the music. Three. Yeah, mm, okay. Movies went well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but this, is, this was harder. So we start with a bit of soul. I'm going to go into now number two, uh, which is a song by the Stooges called Give Me Danger or Gimme Danger. Gimme Danger. Yeah, it's a fantastic song. I can't really... It's hard to explain the intro. It's it comes from, in with an acoustic guitar. Yeah, it, it's again, though, it's from it's that classic. era again, isn't it's it? It's classic. I'm going old. I know, but I'm they, going they really old, I'm sorry. They were the best at it. Yeah, I'm going really old, I'm sorry. The Stooges are a great band, precursor to punk, godfathers of punk, if you will. Well, them along with kind of the underground. Mm-hmm. Um, and the song just, I think, kind of epitomises that time. New York, CBGB's, the kind of the birth of punk rock, and not just punk rock, the art form, people just doing it themselves. Mm-hmm. That's what, for me, that encapsulates everything good about art in that time, because it was very much, didn't have to be perfect, it just had to be yours, and you had to make it yourself, mm-hmm. and go around and just try and sell what you're doing. And there was different hubs around the UK and America. CBGB's was one. And I think Give Me Danger kind of just kind of encapsulates that time. It's great. Yeah, again, it's just, it's, it's that instant hook. Mm. It's just an instant hook. I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's great. These are good choices. We, we, uh, yeah. I, um, okay, my, my number two, and I am going to put this in at number two, is... Ba, 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 da, da, da. What? Prince, 1990. Oh, <laughs> you, should, you should have made your edition a bit stronger. <laughs> I thought it was something, something by, I don't know, some kind of game show or something. No, Prince. <laughs> is, is it Family Fortune? Yeah, it sounded a bit like that. No, Prince, 1999. Oh. Um, and the reason being is the first time I saw, it was the first song you played, the first time I saw it in life. Mm, wow. Uh, it was at, when, uh, at the O2 Arena in London. Yeah, it, it is. A friend of mine was there as well. Yeah, and, and, and every night, every night he did a different set. Apparently, he was like went on for a good couple of hours or so, two and a half hours. He's got a formidable it, back catalogue because it, so. everyone missed the trains. But he did all his new songs because it was the thirty-one twenty-one tour. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was doing all new songs, but he come out of a glass box. Mm-hmm. It, 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 you see this glass box thing full of smoke coming to the stage, then obviously it comes through the stage, mm-hmm. through the circle in the Prince symbol, which obviously the stage was shaped mm-hmm. like the symbol. Um, and those were just the first big few chords that come out. And it was just, and obviously with a live band as well, so you got the big drums to sort of go with it. And I, I, um, oh, I, 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 I'm going to, I'll admit He's going to get emotional though. I, I, cr- I cried a bit. Yeah. I yeah. cried a bit. From your eyes. Yeah, from my eyes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I did. I was... I can't remember how old I was. I was about 18, maybe. Something like that. I can't remember. That would have been a yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, but it, it was, I remembered more than anybody in the world wanting to see 
was Prince. He was my favourite artist of all time. And the fact I've seen him three times. Since. And, I mean, he's gone now, obviously, which was gutted about because I was hoping to see him again on the tour that he was getting sort right. of... How rude of him. <laughs> my, MJ did the same. I know, yeah. Uh, it's so selfish, isn't it? Uh, just about to go on tour and then go and croaky. And, and check out. That's yeah. not good. But anyway, he, 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 yeah, for me, that was... That was just a moment in my life that will take to the grave, that one. Well, so, I think so that's quite surprising it made it to number two, but... Yeah, 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 there's, yeah. A, there's something big coming. Uh, I can for, me, it, yeah. for me, for me. No, I, I mean, it's got to be big to, to beat that. However... I don't think it will be to everyone else. Though. Yeah, I think with, with that Prince moment... That was is, very personal I think, to me. I don't think it would have mattered what he opened with. Even if he didn't know, mm. it wouldn't matter. But Whatever, the fact yeah. that he opened with that yeah. is what made you do a little cry. <laughs> I, I was, I was, I've got to be honest, just the, when, when he was, it's hysteria, right? I've never been in awe of anyone mm. ever. You didn't throw your pants at him, did you? But no, okay. um, I've never been in awe of anyone ever, but as that box was being brought to the stage and you could just sort of see a silhouette of him inside it, I was welling up. I was like, mm. I was one of those hysterical fans, you know, the ones that like are fainting in the front row. I was stuff. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I was just like gobsmacked silent i remember actually like the people i was with one of them turned to me and actually tried to push my jaw uh, back <laughs> up like jokingly because i literally was like ah oh. yeah fantastic it was just brilliant what a performer so what a musician lucky to get to see him what a musician very wow. privileged anyway <laughs> yeah there you go uh am i doing my number one uh what? you're number two isn't it no, I've done two. I oh, did give me two. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. on it. Yeah, number I one. Did temptations. See how well organised we are in keeping track of all this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can even count to three, just about. Oh, we're doing it backwards though. Okay, okay. backwards on three. We're not just. That is a little bit more complicated, I guess. Yeah, I'm definitely on one. Okay, I'm on one. Your number one. My number one okay. intro. Yeah, ever. Should, should we do an X Factor kind of. No, let's not do that. Um, number okay. one. Nice. Um, the net there. Not my favourite band. Uh, they're a lot of people's favourite band. Right. I think they're a little bit overrated, personally. Oh. I know. Oof. This is going to be blasphemous. controversial. Blasphemous. Little band from Liverpool called The Beatles. Oh, yeah, I don't uh, like them either. <laughs> no one likes The Beatles. They're rubbish. Anyway. <laughs> we'll never catch on. But they came up with an intro, and I think trumps them all. The song is called Come Together. Oh. Oh, see... That yeah, little I, little fist bump there. Do you know <laughs> this? I, I've said this loads of times. It's the only Beatles song I really really liked, and the only reason I really really liked it is because Michael Jackson did a version of it. Yes, he did. That was better, in my opinion. Okay, but still, it was the same intro. I'll I'll let the, I'll let I'll, <laughs> I'll let the page the Facebook page deal with you on that. Do you, one. Know, do you know Do you know the only reason why I like his version more? Because he did this at the beginning. He was it, yeah. with his mouth though. Mm -hmm. like, it was, it's just really cool. It's a good version. It is bloody it's brilliant. A very song. Good version. It's a great song. It makes no sense. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. A lot of Beatles songs didn't make any sense. Lyrically, they were poor, hammered, <laughs> and I reckon they all wrote down some words on a piece of paper, tore the piece of paper up, chucked it in a bucket, and they all just pulled bits out all at once. See, I've got another theory, which I think a few artists seem to be doing at the moment. That might be me being cynical. Is going right. Okay, what's the stupidest thing we can think of? We're at that stage now where we can just really take the piss and see how much it sells. We can write anything now. It's going Literally, to number one. Let's do a deal. We're going to make the stupidest song we can think of. Well, no one was listening to the Beatles when they went and watched them anyway because they were screaming so loud. You couldn't hear them. Didn't they have to like digitally re-enhance one of their albums not long ago, one of their live albums, to Probably. the point where they, there was a, some technology where they could get rid of the sound of the audience so that they could enhance their, their vocal? Because it's just... Couldn't hear them. Hysteria. People but you felt it now, so you understand. No, yeah, no, I get it. I mean, one of the things you can never explain in music is when you see these hysterical fans and you go, oh, God, what, what is wrong more, with you? What is wrong with you? Yeah. But when you become one of them, <laughs> you're suddenly you like, no, oh, okay, I get it now. Yeah. 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 It's just harder to swallow when that someone is like Justin Bieber. But oh, you know, hated on the beach. you love <laughs> no, Justin I do like, I do, I do like a couple of his songs, but funnily enough, his songs that I like weren't written by him, so no, that, that no. would, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's a great choice. We did a fist bump, by the way, when he mentioned when he first said the uh, that wasn't planned either, it wasn't scripted. Uh, no, yeah, so. uh, you can't see it, so it would be pointless scripting it, yeah, that's true. But we, um, on to my number one, okay, and this is gonna surprise you, I think. 
Are you going to do the X Factor long wait thing? Mine is, my number one is Reap Petite. Okay. 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 See, I'm a mad music fan. Yeah. I'm a recording artist. I love music. Old but, Jackie. But but the once the very first song I can ever do you know what actually being a video person as well, it's the Oh the plasticine. The plasticine man. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the first music video I ever remember and I I know for a fact I, I think, I genuinely think this is my earliest memory mm. as a human. Okay. I was three years old. Okay. And I was in we were living in a flat at the time, I think. Yeah, we were it was flat. Maybe it was in the flat. Uh, and I just remember it being on TV. Mm-hmm. And, uh, excuse me. Steve just burst into the mic there. Sorry about that. Uh, Lucas was the wrong <laughs> We are just having a chat, but it's not private. Uh, I can bleep that out. <laughs> okay, you didn't need to tell them. Sorry. Um, so, anyway, repetite. Um, I was in the flat. When was, I think it just genuinely is my earliest memory uh, as a person. Mm. And I remember dancing to it just mm. like a nutter in the living room but obviously before you kids now if you're if you're under the age of 13 you kids get off my lawn <laughs> if you you kids now watching this we couldn't pause and rewind tv back then mtv you just watched what was on and then the next song came on which was so and <laughs> you had you, no control over when it might come on again but then the box came out remember the box and used to order, it was a channel called The Box. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, and yeah. used to order a song. Yeah. And oh, then it used to come on you. the next day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the song's on. You take so long to come on, you forget about it and go out. <laughs> forget it. <laughs> but it's just that opening, every time I hear that now, and funnily enough, um, I don't know if this is coincidental or not, um, and they talk about... Um, people you know meeting up and uh, having things in common mm. was we was having a sort of family chat around lucy's sort of parents house and they discussed what was like the first song they remember lucy dancing to and it turned out to be reap petite you're joking and i was is like your, is Steve's partner, yeah yeah and i was like seriously that is like and she was like oh it's more like my favorite song ever and he's like this is my favorite song ever so that was kind of like what? a really weird that's really sweet coincidence um, it's a left field choice as well. But it's like I love one, Jackie it was like one of the first songs I think I ever liked mm. ever. So yeah. Uh, what and about ev- the intro? Ev- and every time well it just it's <laughs> <laughs> What's not to like? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 it's it's yeah. just the sound. There's yeah. the opening two notes. I know what it is. The but it brings you back on. as well. Yeah, exactly. It's nostalgia I think that's it. the thing about picking these intros. Is it's what it's what triggers the it's what tri- triggers the memory for you as an individual, isn't it? So that's yeah, sight, not necessarily smells, the. Yeah. It's obviously not musically the best intro ever. It's sensory but, though. But isn't to it? me, a second that one comes on, again, a bit like Billie Jean, mm. I'm up there. Mm. Yeah, I'm straight on that dance floor. Oh, we got through it. That's that's a really I'm really kind of taken aback by that choice. It's it's from left field, but I like it. Yeah, well. And I think that's what I meant before by I think it's quite interesting when we're going to put these questions to other people about what their favourites are mm. because I think we're going to get some really obscure yeah. choices. Possibly. There'll be a few that will... Obvious ones, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, there'll be a few that will be repeated, I'm sure, uh, because they are just great. We should keep a tally. You know, like in Top Gear, when they used to keep a tally, it was the fastest time. Oh, yes. We should, the, whichever ones get the most mentions, we should keep like a little black book of them. Well, I used to do like a countdown thing years ago on Facebook where I said like the top 25 90s films and stuff like that. Yeah. And everyone used to weigh in, remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think this is kind of... Uh, Along that kind of... Yeah, thing. yeah. It's a natural mm. progression of that stuff that I used to do with all just Facebook friends and go, oh, yeah, how about this and how about that? And then maybe just do a definitive... It can't be definitive, obviously, because it's, no. it's never-ending. But and a Chaos Corner definitive Yeah. Top. It would be interesting to find out by Christmas, maybe, what everybody's favourites are, see if we can do some kind of Christmas chart. So, uh, yeah, maybe we do Maybe we do some kind of Spotify playlist. So, anyway, we got... We got there in the end. We got there in the end. Are there any un- honourable... I can't say... Honourable mentions. <laughs> honourable mentions. Well, yeah, well it's, it's one of those situations where uh, we want this to be as inclusive as possible. Uh, you put me on the spot, no one comes to mind. <laughs> but there are... 
Go on. Well, we did say earlier, obviously, you've got, you got a million Queen songs you could choose from. Mm-hmm. There's just absolutely a ton in there. Um, but, yeah, I Song think... Song 2 I, by Blur. That's a, that's a classic, in my opinion. Very recognisable. Yeah. Um, I think we should, uh, we should definitely put this out to the Chaos Corner. Pink Floyd Money. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. That off-time beat, that is... That got a, got a ooh, in unison as well, so that's yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, so I think we put this out to the corner, yeah, and we we find out what you guys think. Um, also, let us obviously know your initial thoughts to our very first ever podcast. We have totally winged it. Yeah, I don't think you just have to be uh, members of the corner. I don't think on the YouTube. Yeah, yeah. There, as well. there will be a filmed version of this soon mm. as well, um, and the whole thing is going to be going into our very own shiny app. Mm. We can have our own app, yeah. Where we can let real, we can really let loose in the chaos uh, corner then, <laughs> because no filters, no. But we we will yeah, also yeah. within we the app. We can't get kicked off Facebook. <laughs> we can't get kicked off. Can we get kicked off your own app? Nah. I, no, no, I don't think. Mm, I don't think so. I we know app, reporting, I know Apple like do look into apps to make sure there's no like obscene stuff on them. Yeah. But um, not that we're planning on putting any obscene <laughs> stuff in, in the podcast. I don't even groom myself properly. <laughs> uh, well, the, the idea is now is we, we're going to obviously want to talk to other people about their bodies of work. Now, some of those bodies of work may well be visual. So um, some elements of the podcast are going to work better or maybe even exclusive to the video version of the podcast uh, so the video version of the podcast may be slightly longer. I think today's episode is probably going to be a longer episode because it's our first one, just trying to intro everything and sort of get everybody to grips with what we're doing. But I've really enjoyed it. Just got to talk about my favourite stuff for a bit. Yeah, it's been fantastic. I've loved it. Hope you have too. Obviously, that not, it's not just us that matter. It feels like it because it's just me and you. Yeah. But hopefully other people yeah. will be listening to it at some stage. Yeah, so. and, and we really do want your input. So if you can make sure that you go and leave some comments when we post this up onto facebook with the links uh make sure you're shoving your comments in and get getting shared, in there yeah. we're sure they will anyway we know what most of the corner dwellers yes which is what they are called i think is that That's the what I collective christ- i christened it yeah and it yeah. just took off so yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay we'll leave it as corner dwellers the corner, corner dwellers and like you say it is growing every day now it does seem to have really picked up speed in like the last because we didn't really promote it no it was kind of just there for a very small group of people. Yeah. And very recently, it seems to have jumped up by like 50, 60 people. And yeah. then all of and it seems to be growing every day. And I think that is because of the members more than us. Yeah. Because they are putting they are putting output content, I think they call it, the kids call it these Yeah, days. content. They're putting content out there that we... Not just the kids. Um, <laughs> I'm a content creator. All right, whatever. We are content creators now. We're making this podcast. This content, is content creator. That feels good. Um, Don't start calling us influencers, though, because I no. will punch someone. Okay. We well, I'm the only one here, so I'm not going to do that. Uh, so, yeah, okay. So, basically, I think it has taken off to a broader appeal because of the content that the members putting out, not us, basically. I'm just saying we can't take... <clears throat> I can't really take any credit for how much it's grown. I'd quite like know. to get some of our corner members on the show occasionally as well. That'd be quite cool, wouldn't well, it? Most, I'd say 40 to 50% of the corner members are artists in their own right anyway. Yeah. Or creative people. Yeah. So, um, but non-creative people are welcome as well. Well, I know, I know for a fact that we've got uh, a few entrepreneurs that follow yeah. the group. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I've just decided to bash up my, um, my headphones. Um, I know we've got a few entrepreneurs that follow the group, yep. b- business people. And, and I suppose in some ways... You know, business and the way we use media now. Creative it, thinking. It, it is all mm-hmm. kind of content driven these days. So it's quite interesting to see how people are using the media in the business world. So we've got that. Mm-hmm. Um, then obviously you've got sports. I mean, we, we consider that an art form for the most part. I mean, you look at things like boxing and martial arts and whatnot. And then you've got mm-hmm. just classic moments in sport. There's so much for us to talk about. I mean, mm-hmm. it, we, we've got an ev- never-ending list of ideas for episodes, but one of the cool things and the things I'm looking forward to the most is just meeting other creators and talking about their work and featuring it on the show. Yeah, yeah. I'm just here to steal ideas from people, so that's <laughs> what I'm not really saying. <laughs> I'm just going to sit there and take notes. So how did that exactly happen for you? Yeah. And how much did you make from that venture? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. 
But um, thank you very much for taking the time to listen. Um, and don't forget to subscribe to our channels that we're going to be putting this out onto. Um, and as soon as the app is available, we will let you know. It will be a few weeks because, unfortunately, Apple take and Google take quite a while to okay it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as soon as it is ready, we'll let you know, and it'd be great to have you join us there. When I can think of a cool sign-off, I will use it. I was just thinking, do we have to come up with a catchphrase? I wouldn't do off? now because it wouldn't be very good. <laughs> <laughs> For the next one, I'll come up with something really cool. See you in the corner. Catch, oh. you, catch you on the corner. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. that sounds a bit prostituted. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come up with something involving yeah, the yeah. word chaos and corner. Yeah, yeah we're not going to do it this way. <laughs> Mate, I tell you what, competition. Sign our off. First competition. Okay. Come up with our, someone come up with our sign off. Yeah, and you win a uh, what's mention. Win? <laughs> you win a mention. <laughs> it's priceless. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, cool. Thank you. Right, it's over. Thank you very much. Bye, bye. <laughs> Chaos Corner. We're in the Chaos Corner. Breaking it down in the Chaos Corner.